Do the celebrities we celebrate actually owe anything to their fans? With the pressure of fame, it can be hard to maintain a specific public image, but yet, more importantly, in today's episode, I reviewed an album from an artist that goes against the grain, and how this new change in direction can often lead to unexpected results. I'm your host, Christian Ong, and that's my cue. Welcome back, cuties, to another episode of That's My Cue, your one-stop podcast to get the latest reviews in all things TV shows, movies, albums, and games. Right now, uh, I'm coming to you hot and live from Las Vegas, uh, from the comfort of my hotel room while I'm on another work trip. And it might sound like I'm a little, you know, congested and whatnot, That's and that's because I am. Don't get that twisted. Definitely am. Because, y'all, I am not built for the desert. I am, like losing my freaking mind right now i i just before recording i probably and i counted i probably sneezed i don't know upwards of like seven times in a row uh you know you know that feeling when you gotta just sneeze but you can't and then when you finally sneeze it feels so satisfying after seven times in a row that it, it is no longer satisfying it is just a torturous you know face Hell, I guess. And uh, yeah, I, I was not vibing with that at all. So I'm coming to you a little heated, a little hot with this uh, episode. Uh, kind of like the artist that we're going to be talking today. Damn, that's a really good transition. And I feel like I really can't, you know, break the streak of that. So it's going to be kind of a quick intro, but I guess let's go ahead and launch right into uh, today's review. Today I'm going to be reviewing an album from an artist that I have thoroughly enjoyed her, uh, you know, past releases over the course of her career and she's been an artist that has grown uh, on me for uh you know uh quite a while now and i and i feel like i i was pretty excited with this new release so let's go ahead and dive right into today's review as we talk all about doja cat's latest album scarlet which was released on september 22nd 2023 marking the fourth studio album from la rapper and singer doja cat Scarlet is quite the departure from her previous albums that explores rather a darker and angrier space than what had came before. One can see this album as a whole as a marketing stunt, rather a good girl gone bad type of transition to help break the mold that Doja Cat eventually fell into with each new release. Much like her public lamentations on social media, Doja is not shy from using this album as a platform to address her harshest critics and also distancing herself from her past records, especially when it comes to confronting her fans regarding her fame and career thus far. As such, if Doja is to claim that her uh, past entries in her discography were truly facades, then surely Scarlet must be the byproduct of her most authentic self, right? But with songs such as Attention, it demonstrates this theme very prominently, all while featuring a far more confident and lyrically inter interesting iteration of Doja Cat's music, which also allows her to showcase her prowess for smart rhyme schemes and sharp punchlines. It hints at a far more savvy side of Doja Cat that hones in on an old-school boom-bap uh, cadence and, if tapped in further, could possibly lead into something that potentially would be poignant as a better conceptual album. In fact, can't Wait stands out as a, uh, another track that echoes Doja's ability to control her flow, 
in a way that stands toe-to-toe with her male ca- uh, con- uh, counterparts with complex rhyme schemes that continues to build upon one another as the song progresses. Other tracks such as Paint the Town Red or Demons, which served as the lead-in singles for the record, offers a more sinister and rage-induced aesthetic, both with varying degrees of quality and success. For me, Paint the Town Red is by far the stronger out of the two tracks, with a wonderful twist on a sample of of Dionne Warwick's Walk On By, all of which provides a nice snappy hook that further strengthens the theme of rebellion for the album, while Demons feels outdated in its lyrics and offers little to the imagination when it comes to her bars on the track. Much like the rest of the album, Scarlett often struggles in consistency and lacks the same wittiness from Doja's past releases, which often had an underlying level of intelligence that is cleverly coded in her more brighter pop rap hits such on records uh, such as Hot Pink or Planet Her. Instead, Doja seems to revel in more challenging tracks such as Bullet or um, Wet Vagina, which feels like the production is lacking in quality, along with cadences and hooks that lean in more into an, I would say, obnoxious territory. All of which is frustrating since they come across as filler tracks to uh, far more interesting cuts on the album, with Ouchies and Gun being the most notable. Even songs like Go Off or Agora Hills find, finds Doja Cat uh, dipping back into her R&B persona with plenty of finesse in her melodic performances as well. It's a notable project that, in, in which there are no features at all, but oftentimes when an artist doesn't utilize any guest vocals, the artist must be capable to carry the album on their back with both their writing and vision, which at an hour-long uh, runtime, Doja Cat uh, wearily manages to do so by the uh, record's conclusion. Scarlet feels like an album that is not only at war with its fans, with an artist that struggles to find her new identity, but it also struggles as an album, which is also, again, at war with itself, as it can't find any consistent ground on what it wants to be. Much of the quirkiness and humor that made her past writing so appealing is still on display, albeit playing it safe when Doja Cat wants to convince the audience that the proverbial gloves are off. But one can't help but wonder if this is but another calculated step in Doja's career, and if this marketing tactic that focused on rebranding Doja Cat into something else will actually turn into something meaningful. Yet, when it's at its best, Scarlet is simultaneously one of Doja Cat's stronger and more confident releases to date. And I'm going to have to give this uh, album a 6 out of 10. And, you know, that's not to say that it is better than what I gave the score for for Planet Her, but you can clearly tell that Doja um, is taking steps in a direction that I think uh, could be cool but i i, I it, you know time will tell and maybe in retrospect this album will be uh better to listen to but you can definitely check this album out if you haven't on spotify or maybe any other uh streaming service that you can uh i don't know if titles the thing I, I remember listening to my uh uh olivia rodrigo episode to prepare for that uh recent release and i mentioned title and i don't even know if that is still a thing anymore but With that being said, let's go ahead and uh, transition over to our next segment as we dive into some things that I'm quickly uh, and currently into. So just on my list, I have uh, three uh, different suggestions that I think you should check out. And I think first up and uh, foremost 
we should definitely talk about Paramore's remix album, which is Re, colon, This Is Why. And if you haven't listened to uh, Paramore's This Is Why album, I definitely recommend that you check it out. Maybe even listen to the review that I put out for it. It is an album that is probably not necessarily my most, you know, loved album in their discography, but I think it is an album that is still very much uh, what I enjoy about Paramore, but I think this remix album is kind of a mixed bag for me, to be honest. There's a lot of uh, artists that are featured in each track, putting their own spin into uh, This Is Why's, uh, you know, track list, but I think that, you know, some tracks definitely work really well, such as the tracks featuring Remy Wolf or even with Claude. But um, I, I I don't think uh, is it Claude or Clyde? Let me uh, Spotify activate. Let's go ahead and check that out real quick. Uh, stand by in real time as I figure this out together. Um, oh yeah, like the track with Linda Linda's is not good. I, they opened up for Paramore and I just was not vibing with them after a while. I I did get honestly a little bit bored, which is, yeah, Claude, awesome, yeah, you know, I I did get a little bit bored with them as an opener, and so with their remix also on the album, it's definitely kind of one of those weaker tracks, and kind of an example of, you know, that unevenness in quality throughout the uh, whole remix uh, album, but if you are a Paramore fan like myself, I definitely think it's still worth the listen to anyways, just to kind of like pick the tracks that you like, and I think that uh, there's something on those bones that is worth uh, nibbling on. But next up on my curating list, we have The Secret Recipe, which is a new single by Lil Yachty and J. Cole. Uh, this is also kind of a mixed bag. I, I personally am not the biggest Lil Yachty fan, but I do like J. Cole's bars in general. And I think that J. Cole definitely brings, you know, the top of his game in this track for sure. And I think that Lil Yachty definitely makes a valiant effort to kind of keep up with that. But I still think that uh, he is kind of the weaker link in this track. It's nice to see the two collaborate together, but I I don't know if this song is inherently something that is, um, you know, exemplary of their talent. So I I think that, uh, you know, maybe another track uh, with them uh, would be cool, but I think this is kind of a cool way to kind of uh, hear them together all in one joint. And... Finally, on my curating list, it's just going to be all music. Since I'm record, like you know, recording an episode about uh, an album I uh, I uh, uh, listen to, I feel like it should just be all music racks, right? And um, I'm definitely going to butcher this because this is in Japanese, and I'm only like on like the most basic levels of Duolingo for uh, for my Japanese. So uh, it's called Wasurera Renai. No. Let me, let me say that again. Wasurera, oh my gosh, that is a tongue twister. Anyways, it is a song by Sakan uh, Action, and I definitely think that you should uh, check it out. I, I discovered this song on um, on TikTok. I think that uh, I might have talked about it in a previous episode. I'm not 100% sure, but it is kind of a nice, groovy city pop joint uh, made by a modern Japanese artist, and I think that if you like some very slick bass, like that, which is kind of like the crappiest, you know, bass impression, and I'm pretty sure that it, that was not pleasant to listen to either on your earphones or, you know, in the car, but um, yeah, that uh, that is, that, that kind of bass sound is uh, uh, much better on the track, and 
definitely um, kind of that uh, funkier groove, I guess. But uh, I, I really like it a lot. I feel like I, I, you know, sometimes forget that song even exists. And when I'm going through my uh, city pop uh, playlist, I'm really thoroughly uh, enjoying it every time it comes on. So I think you should definitely check it out. Once again, that song is Wasu Rero Renaino. Google it. Just Google Sack in Action. It's going to be in the you know description of the episode, so you could check it out there. But let's go ahead and dive into some listener reviews for uh, today's album. It's been a while since we've done uh, so, but we've received four listener reviews this week, and I want to thank everyone that submitted a review. And once again, uh, I'll break down at the end of the episode as to where you can send uh, any future reviews if you want to talk about Scarlet with me. Uh, but let's go ahead and dive right into it. Our first uh, uh, album review comes from none other than longtime listener Jade the Brave. Jade the Brave says, Doja isn't hitting with the lyrics in this album, but the beats slap. As a Filipino-American, her last song did not need to be called Balut. It wasn't the representation that I was looking for, but given the amount of money that she put into marketing this album and the shade she's been throwing her at, uh, at her past music, I'd expect better. The music and production is good, but doesn't quite stand out, despite her talking a big game. It's worth queuing up in the car, but I'm not buying merch. Uh, and she gave the album a 6.75 out of 10. And I I would have to agree with Jade uh, in terms of just, like, there's some songs that I would cherry pick if I was to listen to the album again. Um, I, there's definitely some songs I, I added to my own personal playlist that I think uh, are worth listening to, and I, I definitely uh, had mentioned um, like Attention or even um, Agora Hills as some tracks that I really enjoyed in my review. But yeah, I don't know if it's something that I would personally want to see in a tour. You know, um, I, I like Doja Cat uh, as a performer, and I think she is very charismatic, but I don't know if this is an album cycle that I can 100% jump um, on board with. So I don't know, but our next review comes from Tammy who writes decent for an album, disappointing considering the lead up to it, uh, and her being so vocal about wanting to change her sound. But on that note, ouchies is my favorite uh, off the album and her singles are good and entirely marketable. Yeah. You know, I was kind of worried. Um, not, not, I mean, not like it necessarily matters to me if any of the songs get radio play as long as I enjoy them as well. But, you know, when I listened to Attention, I was like, this is a cool, very like uh, old school approach to uh, for Doja Cat to take with a, a, like an initial single for the album. But um, I like I, I was like, I don't even know if it's going to get any radio play or if it's if it's a sign that maybe. Doja Cat's uh, era could fall off with fans and that, you know, maybe no more Doja Cat music, but I don't think so. I think that uh, Paint the Town Red definitely is an absolute smash hit. It definitely is a lot different than uh, something like Kiss Me More or, you know, like her previous tracks that found a lot of viral success on uh, TikTok. But I'm kind of glad that uh, Paint the Town Red uh, is uh, definitely um, one of her more successful uh, tracks because it it's... Uh, Quite quite enjoyable and and and, uh, and uh, digestible to listen to, but yeah, our next review comes from Wes the Slayer who writes Doja Cat raps with some nice wordplay on top of catchy beats this album, but in terms of rapping, I'm not blown away. But she can flow and keeps uh, the rhyme schemes interesting. 
I don't quite know what the singular message was for the entire album, but from the many listens I gave, the impression I got was, quote, I'm going to do what I want, and I don't care what you think, which seems on brand. And Wes's favorite song was Can't Wait. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, especially when you get to the R&B tracks, it kind of loses the uh, uh, focus of the, uh, you know, thesis of the album. But uh, I think for the most part, uh, it, it reads fairly well in terms of, you know, trying to uh, uh, paint this more uh, devil-may-care kind of attitude out of Doja. And, you know... Whether uh, you uh, might want to think of Doja Cat as kind of like this like unreliable narrator, uh, both uh, publicly and musically, I, I would, t- uh, you know, personally, I-, I feel like I'm taking this album with a grain of salt because I feel like it's going to kind of do a 180 with the next release and kind of go back to how things were. And it- it- maybe she'll kind of have a more um, newer perspective of talking and engaging with her fans i don't know but uh if you look at doja now she's definitely uh talking mad smack on on you know instagram live and whatnot and it's it's kind of kind of hilarious to watch and finally our last review comes from none other than good friend of the show jalan who writes as the kids would say mid yeah i mean i hear the kids say mid all the time i am i'm still i'm you know, nah, nah, man, I'm cool, yeah, I know what mid means, yeah, no cap, yeah, on God, bro, (sighs) okay, did, like, kids, did I just even, like, if you're listening right now, and you're, you maybe below the age of, like, I don't know, 23, did I use that correctly, chime in, and you know where you can chime in, you can definitely hit me up on Instagram, at That's My Q Podcast, or on Twitter, at Q Podcast, or even on threads, at That's My Q Podcast, or even, bam, through email at that's my uh, Q podcast at gmail.com, all of which are great places for you to send in any review that you want to talk about. You want to talk about Ant-Man, Quantumania? You know, send it there. I'll still read it on the air. I, I, I dare you. But um, you, you want to talk about, uh, I don't know, Olivia Rodrigo's first album? Why not? You know, it's been two years. Better late than never. Sorry, I mean, I, I still have that fiery energy um amped up right now but i mean all of these are great places where you can send in suggestions on what i should review next maybe some feedback on the show and uh yeah speaking of feedback for the show you should definitely rate and review the show on apple podcasts and on spotify all of which helps boost attention for the show and maybe even sharing the episode with a friend you know maybe have like light a few candles uh, it's not a seance, by the way, but you know, like draw, like uh, like it with some sand. Um, the that's my cue logo, and then turn off the lights, hold each other's hands, and just play any episode. Actually, marathon the whole show, you know, from back to front. I don't care what you do as long as you share it, and of course, anything that you do helps support the show, and your support, of course, is greatly appreciated. I gotta thank J1K for the use of their music Captured Soul from the School Days B-Tape, which you can find on j1kmusic.bandcamp.com. Next week's episode is uh, gonna be about a movie that Kate and I have always wanted to see this year, ever since we saw the trailer. It's an A24 movie, but we're kind of bummed out that we missed it, but we're definitely gonna check it out, and I'll be happy to give you my review and thoughts on the A24 movie, Past Lives. 
As always, I got to leave you off with a quote. And honestly, I didn't look up any quote for, you know, Doja Cat's music, but here's the quote for the week. It's the it's a it's a bass. It's a funky bass. I've been your host Christian Ong and That's my cue.